scripted, unshackled, uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature audiences only. It's Miguel Fuller, Holly O'Connor, and Scotty the Body. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only on Hot 101.5. Well, hello. Welcome to a new week. Hello, hello, hi. We are back from the weekend. And I am trying not to be distracted, but I just got an email and I am furious right now. Oh, great. All right. Furious. All right. Okay. So it has nothing to do with work. Oh. It has everything to do with Uber. So yesterday on Sunday, I got an email from Uber saying one of your recent trips, there was um, the driver had to have his car professionally cleaned because of a mess so we're charging you twenty dollars and i was like well that's weird because i mean i haven't been like you know three o'clock in the morning yeah all the way turned up right like the last time that happened was back in like 2017 um when there was like a little accident from my stomach after lots of drinking you did that oh wow yeah it was one of those times where in your drunk brain in my mind, I remember thinking, wow, I'm really saving everybody money because I'm, like, sticking my head out the window. Oh, when in reality, to throw window. up, I just, like, turned my head and said, Bleh. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Oh, that God. was at the very beginning of Abe's and I's relationship. That oh, was a, how sweet. That's fun. $300 Uber charge that he paid for at the beginning of our relationship. Wow. So, but I haven't been out like that in yeah, a long no. time. And so I was like... I'm sorry, like, what is this charge about? And so I uh, disputed the charges, and I was like, is there proof? Like, what? We literally went from, because it was like 11 o'clock, so I wasn't even late. When was this? This was last Saturday. So Abe and I had did, like, a Saturday fun day. We left our car at our friend. That's when I told you the story about how I left the car in the the parking garage because we didn't want to drive because it was supposed to just be lunch but turned into, like, a Saturday fun day. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So we left our car in the parking garage and got an Uber home, and but like I remember everything like I didn't fall asleep. I was there. We didn't stop to get food. We just went straight home. Yeah. And so then Uber just sent these photos from the back seat of the car. And I'm like, I, it looks like someone spilled like maybe something greasy or something on this person's back seat. Oh, you see the picture. Yeah. yeah. We didn't have anything like we didn't have any food. It wasn't raining. It was just us. And so now at this point, I'm like, how do you dispute that, like, it wasn't us? Because, like, we didn't have anything. And I don't know if the guy kept driving after that. But I just Probably feel, did. like, a little, like, put out yeah. that, like, we're being stuck with this $20 charge when, listen, if it had been one of those nights where we had fallen asleep or I was like, hey, can you swing yeah. through Taco Bell? I'd be like, you know what? It probably was us. Yeah. But, like, I remember everything that night. I wasn't, like, wasted. Yeah. See, for me, this is one of those moments, like, we talked about this a couple months ago, where you just have to be a bitch. Like, I don't know how much more you could do. Right. But I would fight the crap out of this. Like, I would continue to go to Uber to fight it until they're like, you know what, forget it. Because that's what an actual, like, uh, what would be, a Karen would do, mm. but they wouldn't get charged 20. Like, you might have fought it once, and they're hoping that, like, you don't, like, continue to fight it. Right. And you're just going to pay the 20. They're- but right. if you know you didn't do it, like... I've done this a couple times now where I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. No, I'm going in, right. and I'm not going to give up this battle. You might not win, but I was in these say, cases. You might not win. Like, there's just sometimes where you take the L, and I'm still pissed about this L that I took back in the pandemic where it still bothers me to this day. And it was about um, I didn't get a product that I had ordered offline because mm. it was a scam. Uh. And I 
elevated it, and then PayPal was like, oh, no, they sent us the, um, here, it shows that it was delivered. I'm like, I don't have the product. This this is a lie. Oh. And there was nothing else they could do because the scammers were that good. They had like created like a fake tracking number what? that said that it got delivered to my house. And PayPal's like, well, said it was delivered. I'm like, but it wasn't. Oh I, my was God. I was home. It was the fucking pandemic. So like sometimes there's nothing you can do. Like there's, I, I don't know what you can do. What are you going to prove that you took a picture that it wasn't that way? Right. You, like in my head, I was just thinking like you just pest the crap out of like you continue to fight back. I don't know. Like that's the only thing you can do. You can't prove that you didn't drop anything. But. I mean, maybe I could just like respond and be like, well, does he have proof that it was us? I mean, how, like, how do you know that it was us? Like I'm assuming you know, and you drove Uber for a little bit, mm-hmm. Scott. So, like, if you had two people, and it was from downtown St. Pete to Largo, so it was a good 30-minute drive, and, like, I was awake the whole time, and uh, Abe fell asleep, um, but we didn't have anything on us, like, do you just respond? I mean, or, sorry, the question I was going with is that, like, you don't check your car after every ride, do you? No, you kind of just you just keep going on your merry way, especially if it's dark, then you definitely won't see anything. You'll check it at the end of the night. Right, so that's why I'm like, how did he know that this was us? Like, did he just go home after that? That's why I want to just respond back and be like, well, this has no bearing on, like, if this was me and my fiancé or not. Right. How, how does he have proof? Like, did he have other drive or other riders after this? Because we didn't have anything. Like, maybe you, you could get, like, more info. Right. To be like, hey. Is there more info that says for sure this was us? Or do we just have to take this person's word? Oh, that just... And then now, if this were the $300 that, that they do, then I'd be like, girl, I'm flying to San Francisco and I'm going to go bang on the doors of <laughs> Uber headquarters and be like, you lost your fucking mind if you think I'm paying you $300. Yeah. But like, I just hate it that these companies, they have access to our bank accounts. And they're like, oh, 20 bucks. Yeah. And you're like, well, how do you, how do you know it was me? Like, that, don't yeah. take my hard earned money like that. I know. I already give you enough. And then especially this weekend, Abe was in Buffalo. You know how like there's shortages of Ubers everywhere? Yes. Apparently they it's like just impossible to get one and then they're like triple the price and so he went out with his best friend Saturday night and I was looking at our account Sunday morning and I'm like why is there a $90 Uber charge? And he was like, we literally waited for 30 minutes at the bar at the end of the night because there are so few Ubers and they're so expensive now. Yeah. But I'm like, I, and time to go back to the taxi life. Man, well, times are a change. I did. Seven, we seven, did seven, do seven, a taxi. Seven. We did, did a taxi you? when we went to Ohio from the airport to the hotel because the Uber and it was like, um, what is it called? When it's, like up to, uh, oh. when it's like up pricing. Oh, uh, surge. surge charge. Yeah. When it was surge charge is from the airport. The Uber to the air from the airport to the hotel was going to be close to a hundred bucks. <gasps> yeah, and the taxi ended up being like forty five. Hell yeah, taxi. So I was like, okay, taxi for the win in that case. Like, you got to look at all the options right now. Wow. I mean, that's out just... here and like hanging out with nowhere to drive, no one to drive anybody. And it sucks. Like, I understand if you are an Uber driver and you're like most people are doing right now in our society, which is why so many businesses are having a shortage of workers because people are like, I don't want to work for 15 hours a day driving people around. I get no benefits. Yes, There's like, I'm getting paid pennies from what the fucking tech companies are getting off of this. So why am I going to do it? So like, I can't blame the drivers for not having enough drivers, but for the companies, like this is where you as a company have to make a pivot because one, more people, like if I were 22, 23 and I was like, is there a $90 Uber charge or if I'm going to drive when I shouldn't? 
unfortunately, I probably would have made the wrong decision. Now I'm just going to pay the price because obviously the $90 Uber charge is way better than killing someone yes. or getting a DUI in your car. Yes. Obviously, yeah. that's the better choice. But for young people, and especially when like college starts back in the yeah. fall, if we don't have drivers, I am fearful of what that's going to look like because if you don't have any money and you're expecting, oh, when I was back at, you know, Eckerd or USF in the spring and it was 20, 30 bucks to get back to my house, I can afford that. But for 90 bucks, that's the difference between having your account go negative and not. Yes. And that's just dangerous. So that's why these companies have to start to say, what can we do to entice more drivers? How mm. can we make it? What's the incentive for them? Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. I'm just, it's pissing no, me No, that'd be furious. Off. Yeah. But some also, some drivers, you'd hope this wouldn't be the case, but like, they set that shit up and, like, you know, get you for it. Or right. they'll try to nickel and dime you and try to get an extra. And, again, it's not necessary. It's unfortunate for them because they're not getting paid exactly what they should. Right. And so they have to do these things. But you would hope that wouldn't be the case. But also, at the same time, I wouldn't doubt it if it was. But, like, scam fucking Uber. Don't scam me. Like, the person that's, like, I gave you a tip that night, too. Yeah. Like, don't do that to me. Do it to the billionaires who all they do is sit behind. I think that they can. I know. Yeah, they they try them, they get fired. Yeah, they they lose their Uber. Uh, that's just sorry. This is going to a whole nother subject. <laughs> just about the way our economy is set up and how like the tech companies yeah. are just. It's like twenty people, and obviously I'm exaggerating. And if you are like a programmer or something, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm sure if you're a billionaire, you're not listening to this podcast. But like oh, for places like Uber, um, think about any of the tech companies, Facebook, Instagram, all those places where, I mean, when you think about growing a business. Yes, like the manpower of like coding and, and creating that and that thought is yours. Yeah. As opposed to like buying a radio station and like the sweat equity that goes into that or a restaurant or a club or a, or anything like that. Where like we give them billions of dollars and they just sit in a room and like type it out. That's the, it's hey. just, But that's just the way it is. It's, just, it is. it's, it's, it's like so they lose a sense of reality. For it's sure. so crazy. I was I saw this TikTok that said like there there's one company. I'm not gonna like throw it under the. I don't know. I feel like someone's gonna come for me if I say it out loud. Yeah. But it's like one company, and we all probably invest in some way through it mm. through our employers. If you've got a 401k plan, it's probably through this company. They own everything. Really? Everything. Is it a bank or an investment firm? It's like an investment firm of mm, sort. It's mm. BlackRock, y'all. That's what it is. Oh, I've never heard of this. this well, is new to me. You should because we have stuff through them really like it's we have vanguard but i think vanguard and blackrock are sort of in the same category mm -hmm. and we if we don't have it now we used to have some of our like uh when we put into our 401k like uh, the and vanguard just does stuff with it like right. i'm not i don't know right nah. so i just do what they tell me to do right and like that company vanguard is a big one and blackrock is the biggest one they do like the same type of thing they used to i don't know i don't know if they work with each other or if they just do the same thing but blackrock is the biggest one they literally own everything they own all the tech companies all of the social media companies they own all the banks they own all of the it, like anybody that will the media they own all the media companies like the disney's and the viacoms and like they literally one company owns all the companies that we think are big companies mm -hmm. but they're all owned by that blackrock wow isn't that been bizarre like you could just go, you could Google. I've googled it because I was like, because you know when you see something on TikTok yeah, you're and you're like, like, this is not. Oh, you're like, I don't know. Before right. I take this as fact myself, I'm just gonna. That's oh. well, of course you research it. That makes sense. I was about to be like, hmm, that sounds so crazy, but 
Yeah, I know. I looked, and you can really just look it up. I mean, it, it, it makes sense. I mean, when you really dig down into how our society has been set up over the past 40 years, I mean, so much and so much of the money and the power is up top. I mean, when you look at most companies, you know, you listening, if you work, if you don't work for like a mom and pop shop, yeah. If you work for a company, think about how much the CEO of that company makes. Millions of dollars. And yes, there is lots of stress. There's lots of, you know, dis- and very important decision making that has to happen. Absolutely. But should they be making like 30 times more than the people that are boots on the ground that are struggling? There is a That's this- how it was set up. Yeah. I mean, and it started, well, I'll tell you this without like, I don't want to bore you, but uh, (laughs) there is this documentary. It's really short um, on Netflix. It's called Explained. Okay, I've talked about it before. I love it, love it, love it. It's so great about breaking down interesting sort of complex topics in an easy way. It's almost like looking at like how does the stock market work and it's like a kid's picture book but oh it's in i like video, kid picture books right and and it's by vox you've probably seen some yes. of their videos online yes. and yeah. they partner with netflix and one of the ones that i just watched recently was about billionaires and how that works and it is just so fascinating how our society has been set up and how companies back in like the 70s and 80s made this rule change for CEOs and how they get paid and how there's just been this gap between all the little workers like us and then the CEOs and how it's just continuing to grow and grow. And so you'll have a CEO. Like I was really interested when I canceled my, um, when we moved from Chateau Oprah, so I had to cancel my energy, um, no, our energy for Duke Energy. And I don't know what made me look at this, but I was like, wow, you know, we give them so much money every month and you don't even think about it. And I'm like, where are they based? And they're based in uh, Charlotte. And I was like, I wonder how much their CEO makes. And it was like $10 million a year. And then you start looking at like how much do like the line workers make or how much does, I don't even know, like how a, a, a energy place is set up. But like the average worker probably walking away with like 50 or 60,000. Yeah. Or the collections person that calls you on the phone, whereas the CEO is making $10 million a year. It is just insane when you start to look at it. And which is one of the reasons why going back to Uber, so many people are like, fuck this job. Oh, yeah. Because I'm tired of getting paid such low wages and this is why a lot of economists are saying that what we're going through right now this shortage of workers could be a good thing for regular people because now companies how many fast food places or restaurants have you been to where they're like starting salary $15 yeah like they're now like we have to actually pay people what they're worth yeah because rent is so expensive That's now. It. Yeah. Right. And there it's not like some of the big corporations like um you know just like the think of like a big box store type of thing. Right. Like how many corporations could pay their workers more and it not I mean it would definitely affect like the bottom line of what the company is worth but we're still talking within the millions and trillions of dollars. Right. Like right. or billions I guess. I I don't know. I think billions probably, but it's still like you're going to just go from this amount of billions to that amount of billions. Right. If you upped minimum wage or whatever. And I I, I know there's stuff that I'm not grasping there. Mm-hmm. I know because I did not major in that. I didn't focus a lot of my energy and research into that. But it's like, make it make sense then. Right, right. I mean, and why does this one person at the top need to walk away? Like a million dollars, two million dollars. 
Makes sense. You're good. You're living large. Right, because like if that company falls down, like that's on your shoulders, and that's a lot of pressure. So if you've worked yourself to that level, you deserve that compensation. But you're telling me that like the lowest person is making $8 an hour, and then you're walking away with $10 million? Please look that person in the face that's mopping or sweeping the floors or whatever that job is and tell them you are not worth at least a living wage. That's You're not it. worth at least $15 an hour. You, I want you to do that. And because that's why I've always said that, like, if I ever had a company or if I've ever, and we've done this on our show, like when we've gotten incentives, you know, when before you were full time, mm-hmm. Holly and I will give you what we got because we were full time and you weren't mm-hmm. because I'm like, the only way for you to feel like you have ownership is if you can, when you get in your car and you walk away from that building of where you work, you're like, I can afford dinner. I can afford to put gas in my car. Yeah. But if you have to stress about paying for basic necessities, you can't be a good employee. So this is why I just don't understand why these companies don't pay and don't spread. Because it's been working up until now. But it hasn't been. Well, and that's the problem. I mean, yes, they've been getting away with it. Right, that's what I mean. Right now, finally, we're at this point where people are like, fuck you. I'm not going to work for this company unless you pay me. Well, that's what I'm saying now. Right. But the reason why it's been working is because it's been working. We just put up with it, continuously put up with it. And now it's like, okay, people are finally saying no and walking away from it. And then you can't have a working like force if people are walking out of your business. Like try running a restaurant without people actually in the restaurant working. Right. And I feel hard. bad for the people that are there. Absolutely, because right. right. they're short staff and more stressed and exactly. still getting paid the same. So it's like it's either everybody walks out or only so, like it's just a, a jumble right now. We are in an interesting point in our society right now where after the pandemic, people are making really big, bold decisions. I'm sorry. I saw another TikTok. <laughs> oh, yes, please. Like, I, love I just it. do all my learning on TikTok now. I love my it. off days. And I'm not going to. Oh, man. I'm not going to do this the right way because it's pretty complex. But let me try and see if I can remember exactly how to break this down. Uh So society turns over once every 80 years. There's Mm. some expert that's written a book that has this theory or whatever that it's like society turns over once every 80 years. And it happened with the Revolutionary War. That was like one turnover. Mm -hmm. Then it was uh, the Civil War. That was another turnover. Mm -hmm. And I think another. So when was that? Probably uh, World War II. Actually, World War II. Right, it was World yeah, War II. Right. World War II. That was the next turnover. And then um, we're in the next we're one now. We're now 80 years mm. after. Yeah. It's been 80 years. And then within the 80 years, it breaks it down into four segments of 20. Ooh. So 20, 20, 20, 20. If you think about like a line, think about the long line of 80 mm-hmm. and then think underneath it, you've broken it up into four. The first 20 would be the boomers mm-hmm. who came out after the World War II. Yes. Right. And the first phase, that first quarter of it, is, like, fantastic. Mm. Like, everything is good. Society is working the way it should. Yeah. Like, everything is going well for that 20-year period. Then the next 20-year period, oh, those boomers are known as uh, creators, I think. That's mm. the name they give that that particular generation, creators, because they, they're coming up with new shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Then you've got the next 20 years, and they kind of likened that to Gen X as the nomads because 
things aren't quite as great, but they're still okay, and things are just different now, and these nomads are branching out on their own and trying to do other things. They said notably Elon Musk is a Gen X nomad who, like, Mm. he's going to fucking space, right? Right, right. So this makes sense. But then somewhere in between that next 20 year and then we here are uh, the millennials or that, you know, third 20 year span. And that's when shit starts to kind of crumble a little bit. You've got like Mm. eh, society isn't doing so well anymore. We had all these like unfortunate things happen. Like you've got 9-11 and you've got all the school shootings and you've got, um, you know, the economic collapse in 08, 09. And all these things, COVID, there will, that's, we we won't get to that yet. But in that period you've got the millennials that come up during that age and things are starting to really like crumble down a little bit and everyone's asking questions the millennials emerge is in this greater 80 year period as the heroes because they've seen you know what's been happening in the past and they've got a grasp on it but they're still young enough to look to the future and be like we we got to do something about this mm. And now we're in the the final phase, which is like when everything just falls a fucking part. Mm. You think about like the the Revolutionary War happened, then the Civil War happened, then um, the World War II II happened, Mm. and now here we are again in this like time of great upheaval. And fuck, I feel like I got interrupted in the TikTok because I don't remember the name that they gave the Gen Zers Mm. who are sort of leading the charge into battle as it turns over into that next 80-year span. Mm. Ah. And so... We're in it. And it's, I think they said it's going to be coming up like the end of that 80 year span. Like we're in that last little thing now. Mm-hmm. And it should hit around in the next 10 to 10 ish years. Mm. So some shit's really good. It's like the turning of the new era is happening and we're oh, living man. through it. Right again? Now. Yeah. yeah. Not for us. Well, yeah, right. damn it. Well, now, I mean, well, well, I mean, us a little bit, yes. Right. But we're the one, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, we're, we have to go through all the shit. We have to go through it before. We have to bring it to that next Well, yeah, point. it's about to get crappy, but then it'll be good. Yeah, so think about the, like, the World War II vets that everybody was like, that you guys are, like, the real mm. MVPs. We're the, the millennials. We're the heroes. We're trying right. to figure out how to, like, push it forward, and then the Gen Zers carry it. And then, like, people like my kids, that Gen Alpha, Hopefully, I don't know, I got to do the math, they'll get to go into that next phase of rebirth. Right. But there's always, like, something big is going to happen, and, like, everything is kind of turning over, and we're at the end of this 80-year span. Which, by the way, those are the TikToks you can send me all the fucking time. (laughs) Okay. Those are the ones that I'll be like, I am in, girl. I love it. Yeah. No, I don't want yours. (laughs) Yours are, like, dogs, like... (laughs) Marginal. I sent him a TikTok actually yesterday. <laughs> I laughed so hard. It was a dog. I don't know. It was some song, and it like scared itself. <laughs> and I saw it, and I was like, "Why is this on my TikTok?" Because it jumped up off? in the air. And I was like, "This is so stupid." I'll send it to Scott. He'll love it. I do. Oh, I love it. I did love it. Now my TikToks are usually the one that's like follow for part two, and I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> okay, bitch, I'm in for part two. Where it is." So right? like, I'm always the one that like this is. I feel like I I I spend on my weekends like that's if I get a free moment to like. I don't know, just have by myself for a little bit. I'm on TikTok, and my TikTok is where all of our TikToks are obviously curated for us. Mm-hmm. So I get all this crazy ass shit. Yeah. And I love it, dude. Yes. Like, don't even get me started on the pyramids at the oh. bottom of the ocean. Oh, oh dear Lord. Like, uh, yeah, no, please send me those, the one about the generations. That's I'm a, super I look, because what I make sure to do is I like it. That way, I can, if I do talk about it with someone, I can go back and mm. see what I've given a heart to. And Smart. then find it easier so yes I, yeah please send that one to me i find that interesting and i think that is very true because i've been feeling that lately that i'm like i just feel like the rumblings of society changing that like we are on the we precipice are. 
of something big happening when it comes to politics, yep. economics, yes. art, culture, how we just view things in our society. Like the rumblings of it are starting oh, to it's change. Huge. Well, think about all of the um, social justice issues that are happening right now and mm-hmm. all of the oh, yeah. splitting apart at the seams that we have in politics. I mean, is there even a coming together or are we just priming the pump and setting the stage for a whole new different political uh, landscape. I think so. I mean, when I, because, you know, obviously I spent a lot of time listening to a lot of political podcasts. Oh, my God. It was three videos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll just send you the first one and then you can I'll find look, the next yes, one. Yes, girl. I'll like it too. Oh, I can't wait to watch that. Oh, God. It's four, actually. Ah, oh, I'm, my Lord. I'm it's so called, into it. there's a book. This is what the book said. It's called The Fourth Turning. Oh. I'm telling you. Girl, I'm into it. Yeah, send it to me. I'm sending it. I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. Oh, excuse me. Oh, God. But, like, our politics right now, and I'm going to not go into, like, too much detail, but, like, obviously, like, with our president, it's a Democratic president, Congress, um, in the House and in the Senate, and we have, it's a 50-50 split in the Senate right now. Yes. Well, Republicans are basically, like, led by uh, Mitch McConnell, excuse me, the minority leader. He's Mm -hmm. like, we're not going to do anything. Like, we're not going to pass anything. And Uh. so... They are like, and the Democrats are coming up with like a lot of legislation that helps people. Like Holly, you probably got the the tax credit for I your did. kid. I did. I was a little torn on whether I wanted it or not. Mm. I think some people are, and I right. saw on a Facebook it kind of went back and forth. My big thing was I was like, do I want some now, or would I rather have all of it next year mm. when I can expect it? But ultimately, I opted to just get some now because right. I was like, well. Times are crazy. Uh-huh. Exactly. Might as well. Well, and that's something that, you know, like a lot of people need help. You mm-hmm. know, they're living at the poverty line. And so I think there are some percentage of people that are like, yes, this will t- help take me out of poverty by having just a little bit yeah. to be able to help me pay for my kids. Well, you have some of the Republicans that are just like, nope, I don't like any of this stuff just because it's coming from a Democrat. Mm. And obviously this has been done with uh, Democrats, too, when yeah. Republicans are in right. office. It's so bo- it's, that happens on both sides. Yes. Right. It happens on both sides. But I feel like we've got to get to the point to where when you think about it, and I don't have the uh, stats in front of me, but the average age of a senator, it's like they're they're close to death. Yeah. I mean, they're close. They're at the end. No, they're not close. They are at the end of their lives. And yeah. probably a lot of these people that are in office that are making decisions for us and our future, they are probably as soon as they retire, they'll die because they've been like working and working there in their like 70s and 80s. And once they stop with that feverish pace, they're probably going to well, pass away. That happens it, all it the does. time. Because yeah. you, you live and your body is like, this is what I'm used to. And then suddenly when there's a huge life change like that and you don't have purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. Your body's like, bye. Yeah. And so that's what's so scary is that these people are like fighting back and forth, back and forth. Meanwhile, our generations were like, hey, like, I want to be able to afford to live downtown. Hey, we're, like, lear- we're learning some more stuff about how we could possibly do things. Right. Like, we would like not red tide in our community. That'd be awesome. So, like, Sweet. can we please invest money in that? So, literally, we have got to start running for office. Like, mm-hmm. m- millennials, when you're, if you're old enough to do it, it is time for us to run for office and it's to true. push some of these people be like, hey, you had your chance. 
you had your chance and your opportunity. Thank you for getting us here. Let's take over. Yeah. And so we need millennials to, and I'm saying Republicans and Democrats. Both yeah. sides, yes. And to actually work together and listen to each other. And granted, it's always going to be like that. There's always going to be that back and forth because we see things differently on how we should handle it. It's true. But you, but you should be able to say, hey, you know what? Y'all won this time around. We're going to fight you every step of the way to make sure that we're getting the best that we that can for be our the goal, society. Not just no. But like you won, whereas like right now, and I'm sorry, it is what it is if you disagree with me, but like Republicans are like, well, we lost. So we're going to change the rules when it comes to voting all over. And here, I'll only say this if you don't know about how the Republicans are working on voting laws, just Google it and do your own research. Mm. But that's happening. And I was talking to a friend about this, and he was like, I had no clue. And I'm like, oh, my God, you got to take a look at this. Like, it's crazy. So I'm just saying, run for office. That's what the millennials need to be doing right now. It is And it time. just sucks because I feel like a lot of millennials have boomer parents who were like, you guys are never going to be able to do anything. So we didn't. Right. Yeah. Right. We're like, whatever. Mom and dad will just do it. Right. And but now it's no, our time. We, we have to. Do we it. have to. I mean, when you look at the red tide and all the stuff that's coming, like, why wasn't that dealt with 10, 15, 20 years ago? The rock, all that stuff. I like, I, See, I don't understand. Like, I just thought that was a thing that happens every year, and this piney point thing made it worse. Not the way that it's on the scale that it's happening. Like, yeah. I don't, I can't sit here and, like, give a, a TED Talk on it. <laughs> but just from, like, the little reading I've done on the Tampa Bay Times and, like, the news articles and to, stuff. To help contain it, you mean? Yes, that, like, it should not be this bad. Right. That because of all of... The sewage backup and Piney Point and all these little things that have contributed contributed global warming fertilizer, to fertilizer, all that stuff to where, boom. Our earth is that enough. It Elsa is. didn't help. No, it didn't. And so we're just, I don't mean to be alarmist, but I do a little yeah, bit. At a certain point, you got to be like, all right, it's time to... Right. Move on with this just, is what I'm saying. Right. And like even for <laughs> long are we gonna wait? Right. And like I'm almost to that point where I'm like, I want to bring these sort of things up on the show. Not from like a here's what you need, like believe one way or another. Because listen, the minute that like I retire from radio and I'm not doing a daily morning show is probably when I'll go into politics because I feel very passionately about this stuff. But for now, that's not my job. My job is to get ratings and revenue for this radio station so we keep the lights on and we get paid mm. and we can pay for our living, you know? Yeah. And so me coming on and like being partisan and being like, Republicans are bad, Democrats are good. Like that's not going to get anywhere. But just bringing the issue up for you to like look at and say, hey, you need to know about these things. Voting is on the table and people are debating back and forth about it. You should read about it. Or Red Tide. That affects you going to the beach. We were Heck supposed yeah. to have a surprise birthday party for a friend this weekend at Vinoy. Or not at Vinoy. Um, Straw Park. Yeah. But they were like, we can't because it smells too bad. And like the little kids that would be with us wouldn't be able to bear it. So we had to hold it at the gym. Yeah. Like that starts to affect your daily life. Oh, it does. Yeah. And I, I do wish, though, that it wasn't always so like I just hate where we're at now where it's like you can't be anywhere in the middle. Like, but mm -hmm. I feel like most people are like I find That's myself true. in the middle a lot of times mm -hmm. right. with various issues. But it's like, nope, you better pick a side. And if you pick, you know, uh, a if side you're in the middle, you're not fighting. It, right. Like, that. No. <laughs> or then like you can't even speak to somebody else that might be on the other side because that's the enemy. Right. And I'm like, do you like y'all realize we are 
all on this planet, trying to live human, mm-hmm. like have way more in common than we have different. And now we're just dividing ourselves even further. Yes. Right. And that really, it does nothing for us, but it makes those billionaires that we've been talking about richer and richer. That's the whole problem is like they have no effect. It all affects us. It just oh, every yeah. little thing affects us. They well, don't see the red tide. They don't go to the beach over here. While we're fighting with each other, they're just getting richer. That's exactly. Mm-hmm. And going to their private islands and yeah. just living the they're best like, life. Let them all just fight about Republicans and Democrats and fucking red tide. And mm-hmm. I'm just going to sit my margarita. And they're walking away with billions and trillions of dollars. It de- yeah. J- yes. Read all the things as I'm much just, as you can. Right. And, and think about and. T- Think about it like this. Like, you may never be to the point where I am when it comes to politics, where you're like, you just want to be immersed in it and read about (laughs) it. But, like, think about what's important to you. So maybe it is sports or working out. Yeah. Your fitness regimen, like you, Scott. Or, Holly, maybe it's for you, um, your yoga, or not yoga, but, like, your spiritual stuff and, Mm -hmm. like, wanting to explore more of that. For me, it's LGBTQ issues. All of those interests are affected by politics. They are affected. So think about you listening. Think about something that you love. Is it cooking? Is it traveling? All anything that you're interested in, it is rooted in politics and they have a say in it. And so think about the people that you see that you sort of change the channel or you like stop reading about when you're like, oh, these old people talking about politics. I don't care. That affects you. So you have someone that's 78. 85, 87, making decisions about how you should live your life as a 25-year-old, that's Mm. scary. Yeah. That's fucking scary. Mm -hmm. It's tough. And it's tough because nobody pays attention. And it just, I just want to shake. Like, I posted something on my Insta story this weekend about how Texas— they're coming out with some very scary abortion— rules and we're not going to get into that was that recent or is that just recent. The, the same thing that's been percolating for like the last month yes yes okay and i didn't know if there was something with like this weekend that happened no 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 there was just a post that i posted about it about how like basically they're giving bounties out that like there is a bill proposed that like if you here, actually read it instead of me trying to um uh hold on pause for the cause uh here we go <clears throat> Uh, Texas will start offering a 10,000 reward slash bounty to people who turn in and are willing to sue anyone who was involved in helping someone get an abortion. The potential list of targets for such lawsuits is endless from a pregnant person's doctor or nurses, a therapist or pastor who offered moral support, a partner who helped pay for the procedure, a friend, even an Uber driver who drove the patient to the clinic. These are things that affect you. And it's scary mm-hmm. if we have got to open our eyes. And, like, I'm not going to sit here and debate the merits of abortion. But that's not the place for that. No. But, like, but. it's just it's just it's very scary right now that we've got to open our eyes as a generation, millennials and Gen Zs, and start understanding what's happening and how 20 years from now, when you are trying to build a family or make a decision in your life— and you can't mm-hmm. because the people that are making those decisions now are gone and will be affected by generations to come. Yeah. Your kids. Your kids. Well, that's all I got. Woo. Well. All right. Anybody else got anything? No. No. Mm-mm. 
Not a I mean, thing. I don't mean to be alarmist, but I'm just saying. Well, you yeah, kind of you a little bit. Just a little bit. I mean, you want me to tell you some more no, stuff? No, it's all right. We it got is that. Interesting. I think I have fun talking. People about gotta it. just take it in a minute. Right. You gotta process. Right. I'm just saying. We went through a lot. I mean, the process. The process. A little bit at a time. I mean, you know how like when no, you go no, and drop know, off your yeah, ballot, no, I got it, and then you, yeah, yeah, voting loss. All right, okay. Well, there you go. There's today's podcast. There's pyramids under the sea. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> there are. Wait, I'm curious about this though. You can keep the music going, Scott. What, uh, like, what are they saying, and where are these pyramids? Well, I think they're off the coast of, of course, now I can't remember. I don't remember if it. I think I want to say South America. Mm. Uh, it's just it's a theory that in a time before oceans. Yes. Okay. How else did these pyramids get down here? Like there's li- like you could go on Google Earth right now and look at these pyramids that are under the ocean, and it's like it parallels with this and that. And then there's also in that same region where there are pyramids under the ocean. That same type of head, like an Easter Island head, like you know how in Easter Island they have those big, um, those big heads. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So there's a head like that also. So there's just there's so much to explore on our wow. planet and think about where the fuck all those came from. Wow. And everybody's just like, yeah, that's weird. Anyway, what's for lunch? Because if you really start to think about it, it makes your brain hurt because you're like, ah, I really got to open up my mind to some other possibilities of shit. Now, is this a book or is this a TikTok that you saw that talks about this? This is this is a TikTok I saw, but I did not look into this book. Like in the other ones, like in the other stuff, I've done extra research on it. Mm-hmm. This is just the TikTok. So, can you send that TikTok to me too? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see. Oh gosh, Girl, I, I got something one, to do. That one has a. I got. I might have to go back for that one. I'm gonna say I got. I got something to do this afternoon. That you. I love my TikTok for you page. I'm just over <laughs> here learning all about all the kinds of crazy things. Wow. Oh, see, good. mine is probably so jacked up because of all the stuff that people send me that I'm not necessarily interested in, but they oh. send it to me and then oh, I watch yeah. it and I'm like, oh, I had to watch it. And I'm like, I'm just going to start ignoring those so I can curate mine. You do. You got to curate yours. Or at least it, don't like the ones that they send you. Ah, true. Just watch it. Just and move watch on. it. Yes. Okay. So. All right, Scott, what's your social media information? That's Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. Holly? Radio Holly, TikTok, you know. Twitter and Instagram. (laughs) And I'm Miguel Fuller, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you want to be part of the Platypus Posse, you can always shoot me an email for some Miguel and Holly stickers. Miguel at Hot1015TampaBay.com. Please leave us a five-star review. <laughs> Don't forget, nominations are open now for Best of the Bay. Yeah. For Best Podcast. Because I don't know if you know, what? but we won Best Local Podcast last year. And we won Best Podcast. <laughs> Wait, what did you say, Ollie? We won Best Podcast. Oh, Wait, Scott, what did I say? Well, beside that, I mean, there was a couple others, like Best Podcast. Oh! Yeah, there was that, too. Wait, so what you're both saying is that we won Best Podcast in 2020. Yeah. Correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. Well, mm-hmm. nominations are open for Creative Loafing's Best of the Bay. Yep. We'll see you Wednesday. <laughs>